Wondering what to write about Trying to figure out what it's all about Existentialist Am I worth anything or just a scout? I don't know I don't know Spending time all alone Sending my songs through the phone Dreaming of a better home We more focused on trying to hone This craft Witchcraft I hope the Brujas Let this last that was Walta with Outside here on WNHH 103.5 FM. This is behind the brand, usually with Prestige, who I did find out he's actually on a mission to have tea with Bigfoot. And I think that is incredible. And I can't wait to hear about the journey. We'll talk to him about that on Monday. But today, we're here to have a different conversation. Today, we're here to make a brand new friend. Today, we are here to understand that here in America, it can be amazing when you have the character to truly say, I stay to myself. I can believe in you, even when some of the things you do might make me nauseous. And I can get tired of it. But even when global warming is knocking at our doors, I will still be rolling with you. And for that, we are here to welcome all the way from Tennessee, one of the best stories in hip hop and in music and in radio. I want you to put your hands together. Not if you're driving. If you're driving, please keep your hands at 10 and two. And I want you to fully put your hands together for the amazing, the phenomenal, the dude that is rocking in Tennessee, David Benton. How you been, brother? Welcome. What it do? All is well. All is well, man. Hey, I love that introduction. That's an introduction right there, baby. That's what I'm talking about. Like, yeah. yeah. Uh, well, you want to know? You know, I I appreciate you, and 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 for those playing the home game, I want you to go back and listen to the intro. I want you to research this man's music catalog, and you will understand what just happened but for right now we are here today now you have been doing music for a while your story is extremely interesting and just before we get too crazy and too into it you can share as much or as, as little of your story as you want to it's your story tell it as you want um if there's anything you don't want me you don't want to talk about just say move on and we're good to go i'm open but what where and i appreciate that what really started that that bug was music something you were born with, or did was it something that found you, say, in a happy moment or in a dark moment? Man, when it comes to our lives, the reality is, man, we all program. You know what I'm saying? So it's all how you who you come up with, how you was born. So me, man, coming up in a family, everybody was singers. So when I was growing up, that's all I heard: singing, 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 dancing, singing, just entertaining one another. You know what I'm saying? We didn't have um, a lot of money but we definitely had a lot of love, you know what I'm saying? So with that love, man, that's all our family did get together and sing, you know what I'm saying? So I really wasn't part of the singing part of it, but I can, you know, hold a little tune. So uh, my mom, you know, uh, shout out to evangelist Faye Molden. That's, I'm my mama's baby, you know, so she, she's an evangelist. You know, mm -hmm. I used to go to church with her and, you know, one thing about my mom, she didn't make us go. You know, she taught, she taught us about it and everything, but we took it upon ourselves when we did, well, she kind of made me go a little bit, you know what I'm saying? But when I went, I would go to sleep. 
Mm-hmm. That's all I did was fall asleep. It was boring to me. I was like eight, nine years old. Right. And um, she was like, look, you got to stop going to sleep. You need to find something to do. Mm-hmm. So I started writing rhymes, you know what I'm saying, in the church. And, um, you know, I'm eight, nine years old, but I'm actually talking about what I see. You know what mm-hmm. I'm saying? That was the first time I was really talking about the reality. Even the people, so my mom, even though she went to church a lot, she cried a lot too. You know what I'm saying? So it's like, mm-hmm. I saw problems in the church. You know what I'm saying? So me being eight, nine years old, man, I started out like really writing. And they actually had me to start performing. So mm-hmm. we had, everything was live. Of course, technology was different in the 80s. You see this great, but it is what it is. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> so, you know what I mean? Um, that's what I did. I would come with and rap about what I actually seen in the church. And, and people really, you know, they 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 liked it. You know what I'm saying? So when I seen how people actually was liking it, and how they was mm-hmm. responding to this little kid actually with these type of words, when I got that response, man, it, it, it got at me. It, it was so impressive for me. And it encouraged me just to keep going. No, it, it, it's super interesting because um, when you really break, I'm a huge, I'm a musicologist. I, I love music history. I love to find out, you know, where the person was standing when they wrote that line to that song. Because the whole story of music, really, 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 um, I truly appreciate. And I love how there are always so many similarities because the story you're telling right now is the same story Aretha Franklin was telling but because you're in the hip-hop vein no one's really going to understand that there's still that same type of connection that can happen you know and a lot of you know and there's also a lot of people who who you know look or feel a certain type of way don't really understand that touring live music really started from like the gospel circuit of you know going from town to town with the tents um, you know, and and going out there and, and having, you know, eight to 10 different acts, you know, singing incredible music or, you know, putting on a show, you know, that really also kind of intertwined with the carnival life, you know, so the, the same people that were bringing out to you the word of God were also bringing out to you the bearded lady. Um, and there is this just incredible connection between show and faith. Um, but we hear that story in soul. We hear that story in rock and roll. We hear that story in blues, but we don't really hear that story in hip hop. Um, you know, most people, you know, they don't necessarily really look back, you know, and see some of like more of the positive stuff that was coming out, um, especially in the early stages, like the early De La Soul and stuff like that, or um, Diggable Planets. Um, they'll look at, you know, they hear hip hop and they're automatically, you know, everyone's got the drop top and the pants sagging and, right. you know, carrying three three to four something and somethings and everyone's looking for a heater. Um, I, you know, it was it was January. You don't, don't put the heat on in January. It's too hot out to begin with. Um, <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. But that's really the that they have. So, so to hear the reality that your career and it wasn't your career as a soul artist that happened to fall into into hip hop you were a kid observing life and taking things in and i also love the fact that you saw the reality in your mom your mom was was a woman of faith is a woman of faith whether in this existence or not in this existence um but there was still struggle and that's what i i think a lot of people of faith do kind of try to for, like forget just because you've turned your life around doesn't mean there will well, there won't be more challenges. Um, you know, you have to continue to, to to push through and go on. And that is a perfect parallel also in the music industry. You know, how many how many clubs have you played for, you know, 
the other acts and their girlfriends and half of the acts don't have girlfriends. You know, how many, you know, how many clubs were, were, were vacant before, but it was some of the best performances you ever had because you were able to be free. And then you take that and you move on and you evolve. Um, through your evolution, how did you evolve from the church stage to say some of your local venues? In a product of my environment. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, I'm, I'm going to church, but at the same time, you know, you, you the, the, the society raised you too. I gotta mm-hmm. go back to school. You know what I'm saying? And inside those schools are kids who just who just like me, using mm-hmm. the profanity, doing everything that we don't supposed to do. You know what I'm mm-hmm. saying? So at the same time, you don't want to be called the the the, the nerd or the cornball. So as right. I grew up, I, this is what I realized. I've always been my own person, my own man. You know what I mean? Even as a boy, I still felt like I, I was my own person. So like I was a nerd, but I wasn't a cornball. I was a nerd right. because I, I, I took intelligence serious. You know what I'm saying? I felt like I used to look at my peers and be like, man, being stupid ain't for me. You know what I'm saying? Being mm-hmm. dumb ain't for me. You know what I'm saying? I, I felt like if I'm going to make it in this life, I got to have a form of intelligence. So I always took uh, my grade serious, my intelligence serious. I, I wanted to be an intellectual person. I ain't really want to be mm-hmm. a dummy. You know what I'm saying? So, right. But at the same time, like I said, we didn't have a lot of money. So mm-hmm. me still rapping, Understand now. Once I'm 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 in in the inner city and I'm rapping. I'm battle rapping. You know, I'm 11, 12 years old. We 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 battle mm-hmm. rapping. Yeah. It's definitely not nothing religious. Mm-mm. You know, I'm I'm rapping about now. I was rapping about what I seen in the church. Now mm-hmm. I'm rapping about even though I'm 11 and 12 years old. I'm rap. I'm in the inner city. So everything mm-hmm. in the inner city, I seen it. So now I'm rapping about what I seen. And right. you know what I'm saying? It's a dog eat dog world. So it's like, if you're trying to eat me, I'm going to bite you. I'm going to bite mm-hmm. you first. So we battling. And I'm talking about, no, we ain't writing. Like nowadays, mm-hmm. they say freestyle. You know, we didn't write, period. You know, straight off mm-hmm. top of the dome. Whatever comes, going to come. And I used to win all the time. Hmm. Right. So I got my respect as far as that. But I was more of an athlete. So people didn't take me serious as far as the, the music. Cause I was right. an athlete, man. I played basketball, football, everything you name for. I named it. I got MVPs, you know. So I was, so I was more. Um, people felt I really was gonna make it in sports, but I had that gift to, to mm-hmm. rap. So all the people who really felt like they was the rappers, I crushed them. I crushed them. So uh, once I got out of high school, man, and you know my life took a turn. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? We'll talk about that later if you want to. My life took a turn. You know, I still was rapping about the streets uh, because I was actually involved in them. Wasn't no gangster, right. wasn't no thug, but I definitely was involved in them streets because I felt I was smarter than them, even though, you know, they had a lot to learn. Word. No, I, I could definitely see see and understand that um, in particular. Uh, that's what I think is really, really incredible about your story and the way that your story kind of evolves and, and moves through is there's it's stenched in reality uh it's one of the top things that that is so so important you know as we move forward and as as we go through i also love the fact that you know you did point out that it it has become really really good for the geek culture um in the past 20 years but the many years before that um 
you were rather ridiculed. I mean, you you know, there, there, there were full movies about geeks having weights, you know, having enough and taking down a whole college. You know, there, there was that whole aspect of, of because you are different, um, because you don't fit into a particular mold, you know, because you make other people question things, you were, you were then looked down upon. But I find it so, so interesting that almost every single artist that I speak to, and again, being a music, uh, you know, someone who studies music history and, and all of that, all the artists that talk about it, they were all the weird kid. Um, you know, they were all, they, they all kind of stuck out a little different, you know, to be an artist, whether it be visual art, you know, hip hop, you know, re regular music aspects of it, um, religious music, you have to be a little off, um, you know, to stand in front of a whole bunch of people and just be super vulnerable, um, you've got to be a little, to, to a little off. It's just the way it goes. Um, and I do think that now we are starting to, at least some, some places. And, and again, I don't tell people how to believe, do what you got to do and be how you need to be. Um, but we are starting to really embrace that weird. We are starting to see that being cultivated and it is challenging a lot, a lot more people's, uh, thinking, um, and people, some people are coming out of a, a place of hurt when, when they speak of the, you know, being different, um, but you have been able to maintain positivity. We, we're gonna we're gonna we're gonna fast forward from from the battle rap aspect of it because I get it. Take no prisoners. Do what you got to do. It's tough out there. You got to call it as you see it. But when you get into the material we're releasing now, um, one of the things when we did the intro to the show, I had to remind you it's terrestrial radio, so we can't say all the fun words. Um, and you're like, oh, those words aren't fun for me. It's not my brand. How do you maintain the positivity in a world that seems right now more than anything to be percolating in negativity? How do you maintain that positivity? Um, man, one thing, um, you know, I'm not really a religious person anymore. You know what I'm saying? But mm -hmm. when I when I was reading the Bible like that, the Bible say uh, train a child up in the ways of the Lord. So when he get old, he won't depart from me. So my mm. mom put a lot of these seeds in me, man, a lot of character, you know what I'm saying? A lot of character building. Mm. Reality is, I ended up doing 13 years in federal prison. I was in a gang. I was banging. I started out with a $50 double up of crack and turned it into a whole key, mm. you know? Mm. And so I nobody fronted me. I, I hustled. I was on the grind. I used to see my, my partners out there and I used to come home from college. You know, we were, I was broke in college, you know what I'm saying? So I used to see my partners, you know, they they get money. And I was just like, man, I don't want to continue to work at McDonald's. Or I was working at Hardee's and I was like, I don't want to continue to do that and struggle. Um, I did catch a, a, a drug conviction when I was like 18. You know what I'm saying? So college, I didn't get a chance to really um, execute the degree in my field of sports medicine because I already had a prior drug conviction, but I was mm -hmm. selling drugs, you know what I'm saying? So me being the person who I thought was super intelligent, which I was, but I, I used that intelligence for bad instead of for good, you know what I'm saying? Uh, well, right. we were college bad anyway, but it definitely was feeding my family. But when I did it, I used to be like, man, it's a number game. And I used to tell them like, man, can y'all be out selling dope three or four years and you still in the, still in the same position? 
They're like, man, it ain't that easy. I'm like, man. You, but you want to know what is easy? Sitting here talking with you on uh, 103.5 WNHH, New Haven. It's behind the brand. Myself, Easy Blues, is filling in because Prestige is having tea with the new King Charles right now. And we, and we appreciate that. And we look forward to talking to him on Monday. But we are here right now continuing this incredible conversation with the amazing artist David Benton. Now, again, tell us, thank you for being so honest. Um, what changed? Was it your time in or was it your time out? Both. Because mm. both is based on elevation. So when I went in, man, you know what I'm saying? Uh, I, like I said, I was in a gang, got hit with conspiracy. And they gave me a 15-year mm. sentence, 10-year supervised release and a $4 million fine. Mm. And, uh, you know, I went in and my first cell, had life in 30. There's no parole system in the feds. So my mm -hmm. first cell, he had life in 30. And I just complained about my 15-year sentence. You know, I was like, man, you can't believe these people gave me all this time, man. They ain't caught me with nothing, man. All this ghost dope. They done charged me 150 keys, man. I ain't even had that much, man. They, and I'm complaining. He said, youngster, but you got a number. I was like, man, old school ain't trying to hear all that. I was frustrated. Just had my fresh time. He said, let me see your paperwork. So when I showed him my paperwork, my cop day, I got locked up. I got incarcerated in 2002. So mm -hmm. my, my out day had 2015. He threw his paperwork to me. He let me read it. His out day had deceased on it. So he said, mm. man. He said, prepare for home right now. He said, listen, you young still. I was I wasn't over 25 years old. He said, you young. Make these people pay. But if you feel you wasn't don't supposed to be here, because I had quit like a year and a half prior, like on my own. Mm -hmm. I just didn't want to do it no more because I had businesses for real. Right. And um, he said, prepare for home. So that's what I did, man. I studied. Um, I took a welding, HVAC. I really studied, man. I read. I really went with the buffoonery, man. I, and I concentrated on who uh, I was raised to become. I, I didn't become who my mama plans for me to be. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. But I had to do it for me, not for my family. You know what I'm saying? But that's who I wanted to be better than this outcome. That's why I call my label Beyond the Fence, because I was behind the fence. Mm -hmm. We all got fences we're trying to go beyond. Whether uh, if you want to go biblical, David's fence was Goliath. Jesus' fence was the cross. But somebody mm -hmm. else's fence might be drug addiction, alcoholism, whatever you, uh, mine was prison. But it's a spiritual prison we're going through. So I'm trying to help people go beyond that. So when mm -hmm. I came home, I got a whole new mindset. I'm more mature now. You know what I'm saying? I went in a boy, now I'm a man. So I was like, well, I'm definitely not going to talk about, because I had I was with a group back in the days, and we sold like 30,000 copies of CD, man. We was doing our thing. And I was mm -hmm. like, well, I'm not going to do that anymore because right. look where I ended up in prison. So I was like, now I'm going to just speak that hard truth. I'm going to talk to the streets. At first, I started out trying to do the religious thing. It just wasn't for me. So I had to uh, right. rebrand and just be David Benton, mm -hmm. who I really am. So now I'm just trying to keep people out of prison. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. um, I'm trying to teach these females, listen, if these are the type of guys you get, don't complain. A woman can change the narrative. Beautiful ladies, you can change that narrative. We only want mm -hmm. what you what you are uh, asking for. We're going to become who you mm -hmm. want. You want that thug, mm -hmm. we're going to try to pretend like we that thug. You know what I'm saying? Right. So if, if, if you want that guy who, you know, uh, who, who got something going on for themselves and, and talk with some sense and have some knowledge and really trying to grow in life to be a productive citizen, if that's what you desire, I'm talking majority of women. 
And if they expose mm-hmm. this on TV, that's who we gonna become. So that's what I became with the music. But I'm so much more right. than music, man. You know what I'm saying? Uh, I still got the same hustle. I just switched the product. Mm-hmm. That's why mm-hmm. I'm accepted. Same hustle, different product. Well, see, that's something that I've always really, really understood. Um, and again, thank you 100% for, for your transparency and your honesty. Um, it really is like, there's a lot of people who come from like where you come from the struggle, the, the, that struggle type of aspect. They don't realize the skills they actually have. If you can run, you know, a successful street economy business, you could run a right, re- a successful regular business. It's the same aspect, supply, demand, product quality, you know, making sure you're able to meet the demand, making sure that you're able to have the, the, the principal investment aspect to buy the first stages of the product, making sure you, you have trustworthy people doing, you know, the man hours or, or, or human hours that, 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 that are there, um, having everyone be accountable. Uh, it's all there. You, you get a business degree without a piece of paper. You just stop believing in yourself and you stop believing that you can do it legitimately because the rest of the world is going to tell you you can't because the rest of the world is going to tell you, well, you can totally do that, that, that corner store you wanted to do, but we're going to need, you know, 75 K down and your insurance, you know, it's just, now you just got to refigure out the hustle. You got to refigure out, you know, okay, what stuff can I bring in here? with the the highest markup potential to drive the capital that's necessary it's the same thing you were doing before but now you know you believe you can't because you believe you are less than and that is a lie if no one takes anything else from this interview today and you're ridiculous if you didn't because there's some real gems that are being tossed around right now understand that you are 100 worth the investment of doing better this man started out writing rhymes because he was bored in church, decided to hit the street aspect of it and get into uh, battle rapping, decided to go through the street aspects of things, wound up getting himself affiliated, decided he was done, but still karma came back and bit him in the ankle. And instead of folding and giving his life to the darkness, he led towards the light. This man has a radio show. This man has a billboard charted single. This man has businesses. In eight years time, he has a record label. What was it like? Because again, in the world of Pond Worlds, and, and you stated it a little bit here, when you have that type of record, not a lot of people want to invest in you. A lot of people are telling you no. How did you get those yeses? Really just to get on my own grind. I really wasn't even looking for nobody else's approval. Mm-hmm. Because don't nobody owe me nothing. You know what I'm saying? Word. So when I came home, you know what I'm saying? Like I said, man, I took up welding. So I, I, I became a welder, making $18 mm-hmm. an hour, fresh out of prison. And I put in, and I hope this encouraged everyone who's listening, I put in over 100 applications in a week. Why? Because mm-hmm. I, I got to have that ambition. Don't nobody owe me nothing, right? Mm-hmm. So I had to go get it. And when, when the money started coming in, I had to manage my money properly. 
You know, mm. it's called responsibility. You break down mm-hmm. the word responsibility is the ability to respond. So stop making mm. excuses about this world like you can't do it. So all I did, man, was manage my money properly. The money that I did manage, I put my bill money, my children money, self money, but then the extra money I had, I put it in my business. I would invest in myself because I believed. I didn't expect nobody to believe in me. It was up to me to believe in me. So mm-hmm. when people was putting, trying to put doubt in my mind, you know, um, I almost allowed doubt as far as rapping concern, hip hop concern. I was like, man, I probably start a label, get some artists. I got a son who's, who's awesome, DB Jr. Shout out to DB Jr. Uh, who's doing good, who's doing well with mm-hmm. the music. But I was like, man, I'm too old to be rapping. And I mm-hmm. talked to some brothers from federal prison. They said, man, all that talent you got, man, all them shows, because they'll boo you in prison. It's hard in prison. Mm-hmm. Them brothers. Oh, yeah, no, no. 2,000 people booing at the same time. I'm telling you. And they never booed me. I, I got mm-hmm. major respect in the feds. So mm-hmm. they was like, man, don't ever, ever put an age on good music. They said, man, when it was hard rock, south rock, country, why all people do that, DB? Mm-hmm. That's what they said, man. DB, man, why, why all people do that? It's a genre. If you go mm-hmm. out and make good music, don't nobody care about your age. That encouraged me. That's what I that's what I needed. You know what I'm saying? So I had great people around me too, man, who, who really kept kept me encouraged, kept me going. So that's what I did, man. And it started out slow, but I just mm-hmm. kept going. I just kept going. That's the point. Um inconsistency will make you fail. I just remain consistent. Had people around me who were just as focused. Mm-hmm. And it wasn't just about David Benton. I got a strong team. And because I have a strong team and we believe in one another, mm-hmm. right? I'm a king, but I'm not nobody's boss. I'm just a boss to myself. Right. And I'm not their boss. They're their own bosses. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. But uh, you can't call yourself a king if you don't have no kingdom. Right. Right. So with me, I built a kingdom and establishment. I had a foundation of my own in a team that we worked together simultaneously. And we all built it together, man. You know what I'm saying? So now I got other artists. Um, I, I do life coaching. Uh, not only that, I do transformational speaking. This is what our music does. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Because I've been through something and they listen to the lyrics. And when I do mm-hmm. shows like, you know. Shout out to 103.5 FM Beauty. Uh, great <laughs> shows like this, great interviews like this, man. This is how people book me. Like, mm-hmm. Man, I love what you said. How much would it cost? At one point in time, I had no cost. Like, right. You gonna pay me for this? Run it. And that's how I do it, <laughs> man. So now I got clients, man. I, I, mm-hmm. I do these, you know, we have Zoom calls just like this. I have, uh, I do one on ones with kids. Their parents right. pay me, but they have seen the elevation in their kids. And right. Because of that, you know what I'm saying? I ain't I practice what I preach. So when I talk, they're actually walking out their purpose. So when they walking out their purpose, guess what they're gonna do? Refer somebody else. Man, listen, this day, this guy David Benton, he really mm-hmm. can actually help your kid. He ain't just talking to him, he's actually helping the kid. So because of that, I keep my music clean. Because I realize right. who I was listening to it. Mm-hmm. And it ain't just children, man. Right. And plus, I rap to my generation. <laughs> I rap to my generation, man. If kids pick up on it, man, it's a blessing. But I feel you got to be intelligent to listen to me. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Right. 
Uh, I, I think it's incredible because, and I love how you you so openly talked about the topic. Um, ageism in entertainment is just ridiculous. You know, to to think that that someone no longer has a valid story, um, you know, after a certain age, like we expire, our point of view expires. Um, and it, you know, it's it's not uh, although it is super prevalent more in hip hop now, just because it is one of the younger genres where you guys are just kind of discovering that time. I, I look at, at uh, hip hop as kind of like you're in, you're in your teenage years right now, you know, so, so, so somewhat disrespectful. Um, so somewhat, you know, going to say what they want. Don't necessarily understand uh, how they're dressing. Don't quite, quite truly understand if they're even saying real words. Um, but, but, you know, it's a teenager. They, they'll grow out of it. It'll be fine. Um, you know, so it's it's really interesting that you you take that that step through and, and say like look you know very very dear friend of the show very incredible human being um, Mr. Council uh, R and B singer hip hop artist as well has really taken that step and said okay no I'm writing grown folk music um, we had Phil Blunt on the on the show and and he was saying yeah you know when the young kids are like well you know you're not doing it like this he's like yeah but that that person on your label that A and R rep he listens to my type of music. He grew up on my type of music, so they're gonna want to listen to my. When I make music for those people, um, and I, I just think it's incredible because I do think there are all these these stories that need to be told. You know, people need to hear this. That's one of the reasons why Prestige and I do this show. You know, is to give this story. Your story is super, super interesting, and I love how you've gone into and also like how you branded it from motivational speaking to transformative speaking genius well done high five on that uh it's just you know because anyone can call themselves a motivational speaker it's it's a, a term that's been smacked around um horribly but transformative and it is you're, you're speaking change you know uh one of the most incredible things um if anyone's ever seen the the netflix show um that came on from for, from a show from years and years ago uh queer eye queer eye for the straight guy um when you see these you know people come in and for two weeks, just give unconditional love to a single human being. Um, you watch them transform. You watch them learn to love themselves. It is tough, and it is getting tougher and tougher with the way we'll say the greater story, uh, especially of, of this country is being told, to walk in unconditional love. How are you able to do that right now? Because again, there's a whole bunch of people who are going to tell you, you should be mad at this person because of this and this and that. If you look, turn this on this way, you see it that way. How, how do you stay in this, this really, I mean, just pure, I see you for you type of aspect. Um, the reality is, man, everything is on self. You know, we try to find happiness outside ourselves. You know mm -hmm. what I'm saying? We trying to find this satisfaction outside ourselves. We put stuff on on YouTube and Instagram. We want the likes, you know. But everything is about self. Once I started really um, understanding that, that I'm my worst enemy, mm -hmm. then that's when I I came to a conclusion. Say, man, I can actually be the creator in my life. You know what I'm saying? Right. Um, I can actually create the narrative in my life. So if I, I I had to grow to love me, you know what I'm saying? Love yourself first. Uh, understand mm -hmm. that you're valid. Understand that you're you great. I always I got a slogan. I, I call it 
and, and I actually, you know, now go be great. Hmm. I, I actually hmm. own it. I, I own it now. <laughs> now go be great. That's what I tell everybody. And so if somebody use now, I own it. I said, I, <laughs> <laughs> just it's so it's you know, work, yeah, yeah. You gotta put that paperwork in there, man. Yeah, you know, I had ahead of the business side, baby. but uh, yeah, man. So it's like I want people to become a better version of themselves every day. Mm-hmm. But I had right. to practice what I preached first. Mm-hmm. So the love, man, for real, for real, man. I know I how I feel about me. I know what mm-hmm. I want out of life. So really, right. man, when I look at human. Because I feel it's only one race, and we all say this, and it's sometimes cliche, but it's only one race that's the human race. Right. We just all have different ways we look at the world through our own lenses. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So, by me uh, being a black man here in America, we understand what have existed, but I don't sit up there and use that as a tool and keep making excuses to fail. We got to right. get out of that mindset. So, right. with me, man, loving everybody because i see the potential where you can be if you have a paradigm shift Mm. you know i call it the green eggs and ham effect you know what i'm saying so like like you want the green eggs and ham would you eat it in a house would you eat it with a mouse right would you eat it in a train would you mean like i won't eat it and then you shoved it in his mouth and he noticed it was good right he's like i will eat green eggs and ham (laughs) i will eat it with a mouse because now the way he was looking at life, right, he see a whole different perspective. Mm-hmm. So we gotta change our paradigm of how we mm-hmm. see it. Just because we see it doesn't mean that's you know like like it's that accurate. Sometimes we can right. just see it completely wrong till we really, mm-hmm. you know, what I'm saying, free our minds. Right. So man, that's what I that's what I do. I carry it with my lifestyle first. So when people meet me and they see man. They, I, I'm gonna tell you what I I don't like. Okay, I can have an intellectual conversation with someone. Mm-hmm. As soon as I say I did 13 years in prison, they right. feel they have to dumb the conversation down. Yeah, nah. You know what I'm saying? I'm like, right. Well, now you gotta have a paradigm shift. So now, exactly. I come, that's all I'm doing, man. I just walk through life, bless people, man, and help people bless themselves. Then you can bless others. But you got to love yourself. I tell people, it's not selfish to love yourself. We're looking for happiness outside of us, and it's never going to happen. You buy you know, a house, it, it's momentarily. You ain't well, no, like it. It, yeah, exactly. It, it, it's, it's just that, that, that quick little impulse. And I think it's really funny how we both kind of have somewhat, have somewhat of a uh, spiritual background um, and both made decisions where, where decisions need to be made. But in this conversation, this is going to be now, I think, the fourth time we're going back to kind of like a biblical reference. You know, if there is a parable. You know, how do you take, you know, a splinter of wood out of your friend's eye when you have a plank of wood stinging out your own? First, you take the plank of wood out of your own eye, and then you can help your friend. You know, when you're on an airplane, the the, the steward, stewardess, flight attendant, whatever you want to call them, you know, says, hey, in case of an emergency, put your oxygen mask on first and then help your your significant other your child the weird person sitting next to you that was fighting with you for the armrest because you should still help them but like you know get yours on first um so you really have to address that and and i think that is one of the key things that those playing the home game really should be taking out of this you know you have held yourself accountable 
you have continued to put the work through. You are not sitting back wasting time or energy on the excuses train, which valid or invalid does not matter because they hinder your progress. So they are a problem. You know, you put the work in, you got the certifications that are necessary, and you also didn't stop there. Some people be like, oh, yeah, I got that welding job, $18 an hour. Now I'm good. You know, because in 10 years, 20 years, I can retire. I'm going to be making top salary. I'll get my little gold watch and I will then live a life unfulfilled because they don't necessarily feel they deserve that fulfillment. Um, you are here to tell people different. You were here to tell people that no matter what, they can and they will move forward. No matter what, they are going to find that ne next aspect. No matter what, they are here on Behind the Brand WNHH 103.5 FM. Myself, Easy Blues, sitting in for Prestige, who from what I heard was flying balloons with China. But that's cool. Do what you got to do. We still love you. And we look forward to talking to you on Monday. But we're here with uh, David Benton right now talking about incredible journeys, talking about loving yourself unconditionally so you can love others. So what's coming up? You know, what are we can look for in this year? What's the new adventure that you were about to take down? Because I could see it, man. You got that big game hunter look in your eye. So oh, yeah. what, what are we looking yeah. at? Like I said, man, a label is Beyond Offense, um, Beyond Offense Enterprise. It was entertainment, but it's, I'm so much more than music. So we changed the enterprise because there's so mm -hmm. much entities inside of the enterprise. So, you know, look for myself, David Ben. We did a uh, Beyond Offense. We did a, a tour last year, man, and it was spectacular. Shout out to all the artists, G. Will, uh, Miss Alma E. Neely, The Jewel, Blockstar, uh, D.B. Jr., Jay Samuels, uh, and it's Tanya Caesar. Um, yeah, and so, you know, we we all coming out with something, man. I Right now, I'm just working on my uh, my next EP. Um, you know what I'm saying? It's called Blackout. Um, I'm going to have some, some major features. Yeah, like, going to be some major features, man. Your boy done came up. And, and people be like, you know, think I be bragging because I be talking about I got six figures now. But it ain't bragging. It's like motivation because I'm trying to explain to people I'm not getting it in one way. I'm getting it like six or seven different ways. You know what I'm saying? So with this music, I just learned how to work the system in the music. It just made music that I like. And the music that I like, people gravitate to it. So just get ready, man, for, for more music. Um. People really gravitate to the music because of who I am as a person. Mm -hmm. If people gravitate to you, understand this, Tupac was doing his thing. He always was a good rapper. But we really didn't really start paying more. We paid more attention after he got shot five times and mm -hmm. was able to live to tell the right. story. Then, right. You can see it. Nine times. He got shot more than Tupac. He went nine. Mm -hmm. Why? Because of his story. So people gravitate towards you as the person, then they'll go check out your music. Right. So that's why I always get want people to get to know David Ben, the, mm -hmm. the guy first, because a lot of times, you know, you got independent artists who be so Hollywood, they don't, they just don't do nothing. You know what I'm saying? Because they right. they're trying to be um these these artists we see on TV. And that's just not the reality of it when you're independent, spending your own money. 
You know what I'm right. saying? So what they're going to see from me, man, uh, beyond the fence, the, the, the whole label right. becoming. You know what I'm saying? I, I do have um, a lot of shows lined up, shout out to every promoter who booked me, man. I stay getting booked. It's beautiful when you get booked this much like me, man. You just independent and you still got this gray and I'm rapping mm-hmm. and I'm doing my hip hop with the best of them. You know what I'm saying? And um, yeah. So, you know, y'all go to YouTube, check out mm-hmm. the videos. David Benton, that's what my mama named me. You know, my mama's <laughs> baby. You know what I'm saying? I'm the youngest of six. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Check me out. Y'all gonna y'all can even go back and listen to the religious stuff. You want to go to church? You know, you want to give your praise to the Lord, you even go back there too. You know, I got that <laughs> for you too. But I'm talking to the streets. I'm talking to corporate. I'm talking to everybody. I'm talking to reality. Y'all want to listen to reality. You talk, y'all always talking about how bad hip hop is and mm-hmm. too much negativity. But David Benton is not negative. And I got something for you to ride to. You want to ride to it? I got it for you. You want to... <laughs> You know, you want to dance a little bit? I got it for you. Whatever you got, whatever you your desire is, David Benton had it for you. <laughs> Beyond a fence in the building. Uh, no, we in here. <laughs> yeah. But that's 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 what's so incredible is, you know, no matter what, you're, you're moving forward. And as you move forward, you're not just going forward. You're going forward with a hand back. You're there to help elevate the next generation. You're here to help elevate those people that are moving forward. You know, you're here to to listen, but also talk, um, you know, because that's one of the key things, especially with working with children. Although sometimes they'll just go out and say more nonsense than in the history of nonsense and say some things that you just don't truly understand what was going on. But you're there to listen to them. Um, now, for those people, you know, unfortunately, you know, the Apollo curtain is starting to, to close in upon us, and uh, they're starting to say that it's about that time, as as Lizzo once said. Um, we are here to say it today. Today is going to be all about you right now. Um, I want you to tell people how they can connect with you, how they can book transformative sessions, how they can get some of the youth involved with you. Um, how can they find you? How can they talk to you? How can they invest their dreams in your dream to move forward together? The floor is yours, sir. All right. First, uh, we have, if you want to book for transformational speaking or anything or one-on-one sessions, it's life coaching, then go to about building leaders at Gmail. That's about building leaders at gmail.com. And you can you can book uh, not just myself, Jay Samuels as well. Well, we have a company called Let's Talk Business, LLC. And we will contact you, uh, we'll get right back with you. Uh, we do take it serious, you know what I'm saying? Um, we do help people build their businesses as well. We always brag about this, you know what I'm saying? We got a 100% success rate. But you can also find us on uh, come to Beyond the Radio. And to find us on Beyond the Radio, we have a radio show, and that's what we do. We talk about life, and uh, we do use the Bible uh, at times. Mm-hmm. Uh, we, we we take these, these principles of Scripture and help you to produce a better life, actually what it says, so you can follow it. Um, but also you can go to Beyond the Fence. That's B-E-Y-O-N-D-A-F-E-N-C-E dot org. That's our website. You can go to beyondthefence.org and you can reach us. And you know, man, go to my Facebook, David Benton. Go to Beyond the Fence Facebook. Go to my Instagram, you know, uh TikTok, wherever you mm-hmm. where, YouTube. You <laughs> saying I'm my mama's baby. <laughs> David Benton 
and, and, and that's what you're gonna do. You're gonna find me wherever wherever there's a platform, you'll find Faye Molden's son. Faye Molden's son, Faye Molden's baby, right there. David Ben, <laughs> my mama's baby. Yeah. Now, now, without giving away all the keys to the to 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 the mansion, can you give that artist that is starting out right now, just for the first time, putting that pen to the piece of paper, one, one tidbit of inspiration before they move forward. Leaving yourself and trust the process. Mm. That, that is amazing. Character gonna get you a long way. So much so it's actually referenced on on uh, your record, which you, they they can pick up right now on all the streaming platforms. You have a song called Character, which is which is amazing. Thank you so much for coming on to the show. Thank you so much for being here. Thank you for being as vulnerable and as open as you are, willing to share that story with us all. We truly appreciate it here on Behind the Brand, WNHH New Haven 103.5 FM. My name is Easy Blues. We're here with David Benton. I think for the first time I've run a solo show live, I think we did pretty good. Um, if you have any hate mail, feel free to leave, uh, send it to Prestige. I believe he is again back to hanging out with uh, Bigfoot, trying to, uh, I think they're out there trying to find the Loch Ness Monster. I believe they teamed up. It's going to be a buddy show on Hulu. It'll be amazing. We can sit and all watch it together, um, have a nice little streaming party. But right now, again, love and respect you. We've got uh, uh, your single playing that your billboard uh, charted. Can you tell them a little bit about the song before we go live with the song? Yeah, fly high, man. You know what I'm saying? You you can be greater than your circumstance. You know, stop looking at ground level. Just keep looking up, you know, and just, just fly. And I got some brothers with me from my city who I respect mm -hmm. lyrically. And um, we just did our thing, man. And they and they call themselves good guys. You know what I'm saying? So, <laughs> yeah, so that's right. what we did, man. Just got them together and we had fun with the song, man. Uh, that's awesome. And and where did you uh, where'd you record about it? Like where'd you record the track and everything for for those people that are looking for those extra connections? Well, I recorded it uh, right here uh, with my, my 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 engineer, Baby Boy, right here in there Knoxville. You go. I got an apartment in, in in Knoxville, and I I got a house in Georgia. So mm -hmm. you know that's how we do. We pay bills over here, man. We there pay bills. Just keep the and, right and people around. Yeah, and and so again, such an incredible story that you went out there and you 100% made it yourself, built it your own. You know, as as some of the the artists that are, that are truly out there understand this line and understand this line perfectly. When you own your own masters, you become your own master of your destiny. Um, it is it is it is a key thing to do, um, and we do understand that in this industry. We just wanted to say. Uh, you know, we love you and respect you. But once again, I am Easy Blues for Behind the Brand, 103.5 FM, WNHH, New Haven. David Benton, thank you for being here. And we are out. Thank you. I salute you both.
life inside of you. Let them see the fruits. The bruise of your scenes is to achieve. All you need to do is you be true and believe. And the one that put her in your lungs to breathe. He'll fight for you and me like Rocky and Creed. And the blessings you receive won't come from true breeze. You just need to stay open. Yup, Jermaine Copeland. But on that same token, these words that I've spoken of to make you fly high and my stay broken. Is you gon' sink or levitate about the game with David playing steady, tricking David playing it. Uh, wanna make you dumb so you never make your kingdom come. What they on? Time to stack and build a throne. I've been down and out so long, I grew some wings with feathers on it. Ain't no opponent, just little me on me. And that little light gon' shine, put that all on GOD. Yeah. I want to fly so high. 